Don't, don't make me start. Please. I'm tired. I didn't shower today. I kept putting off everything that a normal person does to be a human. And now it is Saturday. I'm too depressed and I didn't work out. I didn't shower. I just I finished that fucking book that I've been reading two pages at a time for for months. That's amazing. That weird nonfiction book that you didn't like. It was fiction. It's fiction. And it was, it's by a great author. I was so bummed to realize, oh, this isn't, this is it. This is like halfway in. I'm like, it's not going to get any better. But um, (laughs) I was already in and I wanted to finish it. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you talked us into doing a show uh, last night that we all did. That was fun. It was fun. You did crowd work. I did. (laughs) I did. There was a lot going on in our Zoom gallery. Yeah, it was pretty great. Um, And you did 30, I think, didn't you? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did some old stuff. Sometimes you just got to remember, you know, the old stuff. Right. You got to, you got to, you got to do, you got to do your time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and you did it. And I, I, I did a show right before this. Um, Carmen Morales put up a Zoom show. And I did crowd work just like in a club mm-hmm. because I, I had it on gallery view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And during one of my jokes, a guy blazed up with his pipe. <laughs> and so it just lit up. It's like if somebody turned on their on their phone in in the in the room. Sure. So it just lit up his screen like Krakatoa, like, like baby Krakatoa. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Hey Ben, uh, did you just light up a pipe?" And he goes, "Yeah. Hey, no, I'm really enjoying the show." <laughs> <laughs> so it's exactly like uh, exactly like uh, being in a regular club. It is honestly it sometimes the audience uh, in regular clubs has no idea that you can see them, even though you're just meters or feet from each other. So <laughs> exactly. they're, they're as shocked digitally as they are in person. Right. Uh, someone ordered a, a notebook today yeah. from the Patreon, mm-hmm. and um, and so I owe you fifteen dollars. No. So there you go. We'll figure it out. We we, we can. Yeah. We have so much comedy to talk about, Jackie. There's no reason why we would have to do Patreon math right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a nice clock eater. Um, I saw a hummingbird out my window today. Um, it was sunny today for the first time. It was nice in Los Angeles. Yeah, I have a I have a hummingbird feeder, and uh, uh, I get a bird that keeps coming in and then leaving. Like the food's not good enough, so maybe <laughs> have to wash the feeder. I, I'm not really sure. But then I have you did it. Go ahead. Yeah, you did a joke about birds last night that was new, brand new. Yeah, because that's... Brand new bird joke. I've been staring at birds. That's all I have <laughs> is birds outside my window. And they're that? they're frustrating to me. I mean, they're fun well, to watch, but what a, what a bunch mm-hmm. of lunatics, honestly. They're constantly attacking each other for food and, you know, overreacting to my presence. <laughs> like, right. I'm on your side. I'm feeding you. I'm on, you don't have to act like yeah, I'm yeah. the enemy. Okay. Uh, I have the same problem with mammals. I got I got cats all over this neighborhood. So 
I got uh, I got a lot of things to plant. I also I've been ordering things mm-hmm. a little. Uh, for some reason, it's okay for me to order something if it's under ten dollars. Really, that uh, that adds up, Cation. Mm-hmm. What are you What are you nuts? And uh, so I got a yogurt starter. I might make my own yogurt. Oh, that's I'm, cool. I'm, uh, yes, I'm embracing my grandmother. And uh, I think a lot her... of us are. Tiffany Stevenson, our friend from the UK, uh, made a fence. She put a fence up. It's <laughs> we saw full that. of pieces of wood. It's, you know, it's like, what, she j- what do you yeah, do? She just rigged are up you a weird fence. allowed to just put a fence on your property? I didn't know that. That's But anyway, mm-hmm. I liked it. It was cool. It was pretty cool. Shocking. But comics are reverting to their who they would have been had they not discovered stand-up comedy. And for me, it's incredibly depressed, uh, just <laughs> unable to get out of bed. Right, right. It was, uh, I had a bad day a couple of days ago, but today wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Though I was on Zoom for about six or seven hours. Yeah. And that's a lot of Zoom. It's a lot of Zoom. Right. I mean, it's, the shows feel fun. You know, the, mm-hmm. the two shows we did feel really fun. You know, we're doing another one, I think, this week for Max. Right, Fun, right, right, right. On Wednesday, I think. On Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So. So that'll be it's fun. It's something to look forward to. I, You know, is this if you. Yeah. If you're a Max Fun uh, supporter. Yeah. Subscriber. You subscriber. You can come to the Max Fun show that we're doing. And who else, on Wednesday. Who else is on it? We, they haven't picked yet, though they went through the Max Fun roster and gave us a list of Max Fun hosts that do stand-up comedy. Yeah. So the ones I remember are Helen Hong and Dave Hill and Emily Helen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, good bench. Yeah, it was, it's a pretty deep bench. Judah Friedlander came to the show tonight at Carmen's thing. Just to he watch. He texted me. Yeah, just to watch. Ah. He was like... He texted me. He was like, how do I get into this thing? And I'm like, pay five bucks. Man. <laughs> no, I did not say that. I just gave him the link. <laughs> I was like, you, that's how I know that uh, that the Zoom shows are real. I got asked for two comps this week. <laughs> get me in. <laughs> well, um, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, Fluffy, uh, sure. tweeted that there was no fucking way he was going to do Zoom shows, basically. But I, that's how I felt a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Right. I get. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I understand that position, so I can't criticize. Sure. That, hey, more. I understand that position if you're fabulously wealthy, like Fluffy is. True. Uh, more there's, more that's Zoom one for us, Jackie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You want you want eight six months from now not to have done stand up in six months? I know. Feel free, man. Yeah, I know. And and it might and longer than six months. I mean, this right. And you're gonna kill your loved ones because <laughs> it's not like stand up comedy isn't a thing that we do for ourselves, right? Right. 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 <laughs> Um, so. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the other thing is if clubs are allowed to go open again, will people want to be close to each other? Or are we going to have an audience full of, because I mean, laughs, laughs spray, right? Like, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. comics, we're in danger because it's all aimed at us. Some of us are in more <laughs> danger than others. <laughs> Some of you newer kids aren't that. You guys will survive. Trust me. I've seen, seen your acts. I've seen some hacks. Yeah. Some hacks out there. You guys are safe. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, you know, if if, peop- if one person has COVID in a, in a physical audience, 
them laughing can infect everyone around them. So I was wondering what the scan, what the deal was after the 1918 pandemic, how long it took for people to gather again, like for how long it took for the restaurants to get full again, right. for dance clubs to get full again, for concerts to get full again. And I have seen no studies. I'm sure there'll a thousand studies will come out. When was uh, prohibition? Was that in like 25? Uh, I think, uh, I don't remember. Uh, I, Kyle, unfortunately, you we can't look it 1920? up. <laughs> okay. It was, I think it was 1920. What a hit. First the Spanish flu, and then then they make... No booze. Booze illegal. Yep. That's horrific. So, uh, it's so and, and then, that, would, that would affect any, any comeback of any kind. I guess we get to figure out when people start going back to church. You know, that's... To 1920 to 1933. Right. But then they, they went to speakeasies, which probably somehow indirectly led to the rise of stand-up comedy. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, even if it's two years, which in the, you know, in, in history isn't that long. If it's, the, you know, it's your life, that's a really long time. Uh, it's, it's a long time if you're 19 or these, and these are your hottest years. Uh, how are you going to get work? But, um, wow. yeah, I, like, I mean. That was... I, I recognize the sarcasm. I understand how I actually genuinely feel bad for like, cause I have, I have a lot of nieces and nephews and they're all like of that age where they're in their Like, like I got a nephew. So he's got his first girlfriend uh, and he can't, he can't hang out with her and he can't make out and, and they can't touch each other's parts and you know, whatever. I mean, it's a drag. Um, I am sympathetic. Is what I'm saying. No, it really, it, it really is awful for kids. My, you know, my son is with me, another adult, and my mother, and that's it. It's, <laughs> it sucks, you know. I mean, right. it isn't good. His water polo team. They have Zoom meetings once a week where they get a guest water polo player to talk. But I mean, it's <laughs> this isn't a talky sport. It's like you, no. everyone needs to be in the water, kicking each other in the nuts. That's what they do. And for, <laughs> to have these meatheads just try to connect on zoom and you know i mean they do dry land workouts and stuff but it just right. for athletes it's fucking awful i read this really good uh, article i think in the new york times about they followed a couple gymnasts just you know that were preparing for 2020 in a couple months and now it's at least a year off and it's fucking up all of their lives you know right uh, right so it's, it's hard to stay in shape when you have to work out in your house. Correct. You know? And, you know, being yeah. an Olympian, it's not big money for a lot of people until they get a gold medal. So people that are just scraping by hoping to, you know, get something in two months or three months, you know, now it's been put off maybe indefinitely. Maybe they can't hang on another year of training, you know? Right. Right. It's brutal. Um, yeah. I saw that you posted that. Uh, was there something you posted? It was because uh, I, I did cult for good. And then but you had posted another another uh, uh, thing to donate to. You posted a really cool thing to donate to that I saw. One of them was called Alice's Kids. And it's. Oh, that, yeah. that's what it and was. And so they were giving toys to poor kids that don't have and, are trapped yeah, in their houses. Yeah, toys and books yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the cult for good thing. Have you heard of that? I heard about it from Jenna Friedman comic, right? Yeah. But um, it is some like crazy YouTube uh, Instagram influencer dude mm -hmm. uh, who's super gay, and he started something called the Cult for Good, and they bring stuff to homeless people in Los Angeles, and wow. they 
made so much money and and brought like they bring soap and and menstrual stuff and and hygiene stuff and food and water because there's no there's no plumbing right yeah. and there's no food and water and and nobody's going anywhere so the panhandling business has suffered and Shit, so yeah. the yeah and so they're um but they they gave away hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff and now they're doing it in San Diego, Seattle, Vegas, San Francisco, Oakland and now they're moving uh to the Midwest and the South. That's good. I mean that's great and It's pretty cool. It is cool, but you know like this is shit our government's supposed to be doing, you know. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah, like- we don't have a government. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a federal government. We only have local and state governments. I know. That's what we, we have GoFundMe's and um yeah, you know sucks yeah and michael moore you that guy's gotta i don't have any i don't know why anyone would want to listen to today's podcast i have i am nothing (laughs) to contribute i'm just i don't know my hair is greasy and for some reason i get in a it's like but it's nice i get in a spiral thank you i get in a spiral where i i don't if i don't shower in a certain time i'm like I get, I punish myself by making it worse. And then I was like, what is this? Like, how has this been my whole life? Cause this is my core where I like to throw anchors around myself and then try to make myself swim, you know? <laughs> and then I complain wow. that I'm, oh, I'm barely treading water and everyone else is soaring. And it's like, yeah, you right. fucking threw 50 anchors around your neck. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's really hard to just, Kind of some some days are are hard now to just get up and to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And today you didn't even have work, right? You didn't even have Conan to go. No, to, that's right? that's another like everything has been stripped. You know, not financially, so that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have that worry, yep. but I just mean like in routine, like and I like I was just thinking like I barely did anything today and I'm wiped out and um like my normal days are super packed. Right. <laughs> you know, and today was the first nice day in a million years. And this is the first day I didn't take a walk. Yesterday, I walked in the rain with my Blade Runner umbrella. Um, yeah. I have an umbrella. I understand yeah. that. Like, it was maybe weird. the potential of a good day is so overwhelming that you <laughs> you need to make it personally rain inside your head. <laughs> It was 70 degrees. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I could have gone. Tomorrow I've decided I'm not going to be on the Internet at all. I'm going to do what I can to not be on the Internet tomorrow, Sunday, the day before this comes out. And I'm just going to go and putter around in the garden and try to mix. I bought a 40-pound bag of steer manure. Hi. Hi. How's it going? This is a great episode, you guys. Did you get it from Flappers? I did. <laughs> Flappers is like America's greatest wholesaler right now, guys. If you need they anything really are. in LA, they have it. Didn't didn't they didn't so didn't we see on the thread that they sent out an Easter basket? I did. Someone bought an Easter basket from Flappers. Yeah, uh, that is. And tomorrow is Easter. My brother sent me uh, that his church is closed, but um, but I guess the priests and the altar boys. My nephews are altar boys. Um, Oh boy, they're, Jackie! And they're uh, they're they're running. They're just running lines, I guess. So at the uh, the churches are going to be running lines tomorrow, without any audience members, and um, you know God will see them. 
it's uh, and I'm like, are they all six feet away from each other? And my brother's like, they're always six feet away from each other. I mean, the the they're the priest is in the middle, the guys on the altar are on either side shaking their their incense things, sure. and they're all wandering around. So it's it's a it's a very straightforward <laughs> kind of situation. Um, but so I guess tomorrow is Easter. Do you guys do anything for Easter? No. Uh, I, the other thing, like, family. like I was like, I haven't raised my child to even hate religion. Like I, I was mm-hmm. raised, I went to church every Sunday and I was like, Oh, I fucking hate this shit. But at least they knew it. Like he doesn't really even know anything about it. He, he thinks, that, you know, it's just another theory he's heard about and stuff, but, um, it's not, it's not even part of his life to reject, which now I'm wondering maybe if that was the wrong thing to do. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Right. I got nothing well, from it. I feel like, but he will be a man, and he will figure it, he will figure out his own perception of God. I one imagines if he ever has one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I, I told Andy that the next time he drives out of the house, that uh, he's got to do a drive by and leave on your porch several manga. That, uh, <laughs> that that your young man might enjoy. So, That's nice. Yeah, because um, I've, I've got a couple of books I think he might like. So Because my kid watches so much anime on my Netflix account, they are constantly oh, right. offering me Japanese fare. And yes. uh, I'm watching this detective show uh, that it starts in Tokyo. It's Tokyo and London are the two places. And uh, it's mostly starring really? Japanese, um, two Japanese guys as brothers. One's a detective and one's a bad brother. I mean, it's it's got everything you want, right? But uh, Wait, it's called Tokyo and London? No, no, no. That's where it's What's it called? Uh, it's Japanese names. I'll... I'll uh, Okay. I'll look it up. Hold on. I'll, I'll also, I can also Google uh, Detective, Tokyo and London Detective. No, I'll, I'll look up my Netflix history right now because people will be angry. Right. <laughs> right Jackie, you talk the while range. I Google. <laughs> okay. Well, today I recorded A Dork Forest with um, Steve Mantle, who's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a guy who started doing stand up after he met me. And I was like, oh, did you see me do stand up? And you were like, oh, anyone could do this. <laughs> And uh, so he uh, he's been doing it three or four years. Did you find it? I him? did. Uh, but finisher. Oh my god. Oh yeah. And his dorkdom was um, monsters. We talked about monsters movies and uh, and and uh, his favorite Godzilla, King Kong, uh, and then another thing, <laughs> which I can't remember. It's a classic dork forest moment. Okay. It's called Giri G I R I and then slash Haji H A. J.I. And um, it's it's oh. shot really cool. And uh, I definitely want to marry the detective. So I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good brother and a bad brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the bad, nice. the bad brother's all hot in a, in a way that I know appeals to a lot of women. And then the detective is depressed in a way that, that appeals to me. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, did you see that thing that Maria pass, uh, posted about some some show on Comedy Central called This Is Stand Up or something? No. Um, I texted her and I was like, is that your... Because she wrote a thing for Audible. Right. And it was how to write an hour of stand-up comedy. And I listened to her work on it like she would read it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was essentially... I mean, the the... The basic joke is is 
And it's hilarious. I mean, it's. It, I think it was an hour long. It might have been longer than that because it was called something like How to Write an Hour of Stand-Up Comedy. And the theory is, is whatever you're doing, just call that stand-up comedy and you've written an hour of stand-up comedy. <laughs> and um, so I was like, oh, is it that? Is that is that the thing that Comedy Central is airing? And she said, no. And I said, well, what was it? And she said, I don't know. Okay. Well, that that interaction will uh, keep me awake at night because you've, <laughs> well, you've given well, me only clues it? and no answer. Right. Because I think it's called This is Stand-Up Comedy. And I said, well, what is it? And she said, I have no idea. Comedy Central asked me to retweet it. And I did. Well, and I was good. like, and you weren't in it? And she said, no, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> and uh, But it made me think, if you call it stand-up comedy, you can call it stand-up comedy, and it is. Stand-up is, uh, it's, a, it's a big tent. Uh, anyone talking uh, apparently counts. This counts, I guess. You know, this fucking well, weirdness. we're going for laughs. Yeah. Are we going for laughs? I mean, no, I mean, not as this right now. No, it's a podcast. Oh, okay. But I mean, in right, general... Right. When we're we're zooming, it's you know mm-hmm. it counts. There's people there; you can see them. You know, I was right. Kyle. Kyle was really funny too last night, and I was kind of yeah. So I was watching, yeah. you know, looking at our screens of people. How many did we have for last night's show? Like forty ish. Oh, cool, cool. So yeah, um, yeah, it was fun to just see people enjoying the show, and uh, it's a lot of a lot of people that don't live near a comedy club or for various reasons wouldn't go to one <laughs> seem to be right. enjoying stand up that's live uh, for maybe the first time. I'm not really sure. It does feel like so- that, like that. That's real. That that's something that is happening where. These are sh- people who are, for medical reasons or for psychological reasons or for geographic reasons, would never get to see us or even any kind of stand-up comedy. Right. They seem to be the ones that are like, oh, my God, this has been so great. <laughs> and, yeah. like, we're doing that show for flappers, you, I, you me, and Maria. Yeah. And some guy uh, tweeted that he was going to set his alarm clock for 4 a.m. in Norway. Oh, my God. That? That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me want to do an 11 a.m. Pacific time so that guy can also just see stand-up comedy when he's awake. For sure. I mean, there's nothing stopping us. I mean, we could we could be doing shows all day long, I guess, if we, we you know, figured out if we did, we wanted to, right? Right. You just right. have to tweet You want to do six shows. You Remember those six shows a, uh, a night? Oh, God, those days. Those days, those halcyon days, yeah. you taking a, an Uber or a Lyft <laughs> and... uh yeah, because I, I think because um, I am going to do I think I am going to do more morning midday shows. Yeah, just because I, I was getting somebody was sad that our show was at ten o'clock on the East Coast, and I was like, okay. I mean, listen, it doesn't have to be at eight and ten thirty, right? But on, listen, what, at ten o'clock, at ten o'clock—that's a late show, okay? Right, I mean, the real late normal. shows used to start at eleven o'clock. And you have to be out of your house. So you're getting a late show at 10 o'clock in your house. I don't want to hear the complaints, okay? <laughs> right, right. Please. 10, 10 o'clock isn't late. You're not waking up early. No one's waking up early anymore, okay? You can, ha- you can stay up till 10. <laughs> yeah, you know what I realized is that I am waking up. A- Andy was like, you know, you don't sleep as much as you do when you're when you're on the road and you come home. And I was like, that's because when I come home, I'm making up for being squoze into an airplane. Mm-hmm. There and and just working and and 
the road is exhausting, as, as we all know, yes. right? Right. So to just be home this whole time is actually kind of fascinating right now. And I don't I don't mind it, quite honestly. I mean I I um it would be nice. Like I want to go to Magnolia Grill with the power of the sun. Yeah. For breakfast, you know? I I need I like to go out to lunch. I like uh, you ever see Private say, you ever see Private Benjamin? I want to go shopping. I want to go out to lunch. <laughs> I want to be normal again. Yeah. Goldie Hawn, some 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 Brilliant. real ch- yeah. life-changing words yeah. back in the 80s. And um so um but but the fact that I can I'm I'm going to I'm not going to bed until probably midnight, but at like ten o'clock, I go I, I, I go to bed, I read a book for an hour, and then I go to sleep at like midnight and I get up at eight. Seven or eight. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't I haven't been home this much. Maybe right after my kid was born, maybe Right. Then. I was trying to figure it out. But I was still doing stand up at night. I was just I was in New York, so Wow. But yeah, I, I, it's weird. I mean, it's it's weird to, you know, like I used to never worry about Saturday nights. Like, oh, do I have a date? Am I at a party? Am I cool? No, I'm a comic, so I don't have to worry about, you know, filling a Saturday night like other people do. You know, right. like you see people mm-hmm. tweet about, oh, I'm such a loser. I'm I'm not doing anything tonight. It's like, well, I, I don't even know what that feels like because I'm always working. And, I, right. and I'm happy right, right. to not have to even deal with that, you know. And now it's you're not really dealing with it either because you can't do anything on Saturday night anyway. <laughs> but right, it's it's um you know clearly I mean I've been doing stand up and you have too for over thirty years. This is like it, it's it's to have it taken away and take that habit of being out most nights away. You know, I don't, I don't know if it's good. You know, maybe it's partially good to just be forced out of it for a little bit to just go, you know, maybe I've been on autopilot for a long time, you know, like, oh, this is what I do. This is who I am. And you can't stop me. And <laughs> it does I'm saying feel to my child, you can't stop me. <laughs> I'm saying to everyone in my life, you can't stop yes. me. I'm going out. Yeah. But I will say that it, that part of it did feel was feeling kind of like autopilot. So there's a certain point in stand-up when you're doing it so much and you're doing it all the time and you don't you don't really know why you're doing it anymore. Right. And what I am looking at is now I know, I mean, I know that I get irritable if I don't do it, right? Mm-hmm. I would say the day before yesterday, that like last night we did a show, tonight I did a show. Two days ago, Andy was like, you're a little grumpy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, tomorrow I will be better. And because uh, I will have done stand-up comedy. <laughs> like yesterday, yesterday day, Friday day was was kind of a twitchy day for me. Mm-hmm. And then, and Thursday, holy shit, I was, I literally had a crying jag. And I don't do, a, I do a, a small amount of crying. Right. I wish, to some extent, I wish I did more crying. Did you see Jenny Yang's How to Make a Face Mask? No. And then uh-uh. she, uh, she took two hair ties to make the ear holders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She took a scarf and some ear ties, uh, hair ties, and then she put it on and then she screamed in it. <laughs> it was really. <laughs> and who doesn't want a scream cry pillow right now? Sure. <laughs> For real. Just a little pillow work, I think, is important. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's weird. Like, um, this week, Vic Henley passed away a comic, right? He died. Right, right. He was on, I think he was on life support earlier in the week. And then it wasn't COVID related. He had possibly had a pulmonary embolism, I think. Um, right. It was heart related for sure. Yeah. I mean, but, like he had, he had a heart disease. Yeah. yeah. And he was 57. 57. Yeah. Oh, Which is younger every day. Fuck. Every day that's younger. Well, it, yeah. it kind of, you know, and he, I mean, he drank and stuff like, like classic comic drinking, but he wasn't yeah. an unhealthy guy. You know, I think he was like a beer at night kind of comic. Okay. It, I just, it, so, so I was talking with somebody else about it and uh, we were just saying how unhealthy the comedy lifestyle is like even if you're you know you're slim you're in good shape or whatever all that flying I'm not sure it's you know it, it could be wearing us down in ways that we don't know yet you know oh, because wait, that's I, what I read I was really shocked when when Vic passed away I mean he was a great great comic great guy and everyone was just like what that's insane you know he's yeah. he's just he was just another guy. He was healthy. He didn't seem, it wasn't like, there's other comics where you're like, oh, all right, I saw. We knew. <laughs> but but yeah. not Vic and, um, you know. Not Vic. But, and, and I did read that what he did die of was that thing where uh, it was, it's sort of a flying heart thing where a lot of your blood pools in your legs. And, and and it can cause clots like the, if the you do DMV, a lot of flying. Is it the deep vein, vein thrombosis? Thrombosis, that's the word. So that, yeah. that causes a pulmonary embolism? The, that's the speculation. And, and we're talking about the power of uh, one article. So um, <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not uh, a scientist. But I, it kind of reminded me of uh, Tim Wilson passed away a bunch of years ago. And he was, yeah, yeah. he was in his 50s. And he was a road dog. Like that guy was drive 20 hours straight and... Fly. Mm-hmm. It just everything. He was just constantly on the road, you know. I yeah. don't know. I mean, he was, just in regular life, people are going to die too young. It's that's shocking. But I just, I just wonder if, if part of that, the waking up, it's if, a hard, it's a hard life. Yeah. And if and if you are genetically predisposed to some of these diseases, right? How would you know? I mean, though? you don't know. Like I, I, I feel lucky. Not to have died from such a thing because I'm enormously, uh, I have an enormously unhealthy uh, lifestyle, right? Like, it's not like I uh, eat well and exercise, (laughs) but, you know, so... But I think I, it's it's peasant stock. It's that Irish armo, you know. Maybe. <laughs> it, you know, I'm. Your gra- I should be picking Jack- rice. Jackie, your grandmother walked enough for two generations of Cations to chill out on a couch, right? Yeah, yeah, we're living. <laughs> Which is she on oh some kind God. of death march that she survived? My brother Russ called me to tell me this. This is hilarious. He has lost in the last three and a half weeks eighteen pounds. Wow! And I said, "What are you doing? Are you?" Because uh, he's always been a weightlifter guy. He's a gym rat, but he's not a cardio guy. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, are you starting to walk or something?" He said, "You're going to think this is uh, this is funny." And I'm like, "It isn't funny. This is insane." <laughs> he said, "The reason I lost the weight is because twice a week." I would take myself out to lunch, and he he gave me permission to tell this story. So he said, twice a week I would take myself out to lunch, and you know what I would have for lunch twice a week? And I said, what? He said, a Monte Cristo. What's that? 
A Monte Cristo is a ham and cheese and jelly sandwich oh that God. has been breaded Just... and deep fried, breaded and deep fried twice a week for lunch and covered in powdered sugar. I like can't, French, I can't. A ham and cheese French toast. I, 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 I need to understand how these ingredients were put together and then fried. That is horrible. Uh, what a horrible, horrible thing to said, create. For lunch. So he went home and had dinner. After having twice a week a 2,200-calorie lunch, he told me it was. Wow. I was like, yeah, you're going to lose 18 pounds in three weeks because of that. If you're Even if you're eating everything in your home. <laughs> I was like, I, Andy likes a Monte Cristo. He'll have one once a year. Oh. I, it sounds disgusting yeah. to me. It's not for me. <laughs> um, I, I think I may have lost a little bit of weight, but nothing. For, I'm not doing as much snacking. I, 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 there is a day, an hour in the day at Conan where I dive into <laughs> a bowl of M&Ms <laughs> from anxiety, right? That happens every right. day. Um, okay. A couple times a day. So that's not happening. And um, I guess I am doing, uh, just because there's nothing to do, a little more yoga like every day-ish. Oh, that's cool. So that's helping. But uh, yeah. Is that pretty good meditation too? Is that pretty good psychologically? Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I, I haven't, I should meditate. I haven't meditated. Have you, have you tried meditating? Yes. Do you, are really you doing good. like twenties a day, two twenties a day? No, no, no. Three or four minutes. Okay. I'm not good at it. Okay. I'm just doing it. Okay. Um, so literally I'm just like, uh, a friend of mine was telling me, you know, every day she's just like, okay, I'm reporting for duty. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> like she, she gives a shout out to God every day. She's like, all right, God. Do whatever you want with me. I'm reporting for duty. And I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds queer. I'm not doing it. And in the old sense of the word, right? It's just odd. It sounds this odd. This is and an un- 80s conversation. Un- and I love Uncomfortable. It. Yes. Un- it, it feels uncomfortable. Sure. And I can't face it. So, hey, speaking of which, uh, we are at least a half an hour into this thing. Are we? Let's do uh, a break for, for um, Max Fun. For Max Fun. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Courtney Enlow. I'm Brent Black, and we're the hosts of Trends Like These. Trends Like These is an internet news show where we take the stories trending on social media and go beyond the headlines. We'll give you the actual facts of the story and not just the knee-jerk reactions. Plus, we end every episode with a ray of hope that we call the Wi-Fi of the week. So join us every Friday on Maximum Fun. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Trends Like These. Real-life friends talking internet trends. And I say we should also do Comic of the Week, who I worked with at a Zoom show with Phil Johnson last week, and her name is Nina G, and she is a stuttering comic, and I was trying, I was telling you guys the bit of hers that I really liked, but it was, she does a lot of stuff about stuttering, she seems relatively new, but she's super funny, we did the show together, the Phil Johnson show, Mm -hmm. and um, what's her Twitter handle, Kyle, do you know? Nina G. Comedian. You know how to spell all of those words, you guys. So just follow her and find her. She was great. She was really funny. And it was just all about how people were like, well, you're pretending to have a stutter. And she was like, of all the things. It's of, um, of all the disabilities, that's the one you can't skip, really, as a comic. 
But you know, like, well, people go, oh, you know, you just don't mention it, you know, and maybe some comics go out with, 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 if they're not straight white men, they're, they're an other of some mm-hmm. way, right? Where women, whatever, where middle right. age, whatever our other is. Do you mention it? Do you not? That's everyone's. That's everyone's um, discussion with themselves, how you yep. deal with that. Um, and some people don't mention it. And some people, it's their whole act is what, you know, right. you know, whatever. But that's that's because you're, you know, people are, uh, because you're communicating by speaking, you really, stuttering does force you to talk about that. You can't skip it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know that young man uh, that works flappers a great deal uh, who has Tourette's? He was on America's, what's his name? That's it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember Does the first time I saw him. Okay. Yeah. He's a good comic, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I think he was on America's Got Talent. I think he's on Conan, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's neat. So the backyards are coming together slowly because it rained three out of four days last week. Oh, that dirt's uh, so fucking sweet, though, right? Your plants are growing in it. Well, we do. Uh, we planted a couple of potatoes, and um, and we're going to have three months from now uh, piles and piles of potatoes because that's how you grow a potato. You stick the eye of the potato underneath some dirt. It sprouts, and then all of a sudden you pile more dirt around the stem, and then you keep and, – and as it gr- – because it grows tall, I have, but you just put – So you have dirt? Well, I have dirt, and I have a potato. I have a yeah. couple. I bought a, 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 a bag. So the eye is what – like when the little shoots come out of it, is that the yeah. eye? Yeah. Can they have more than one eye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they of course they. But it, but you can like just cut that part of the potato that has an eye that's sprouting, uh-huh. or you can take that whole potato that has a bunch of eyes coming out of it. Yeah. And then just plant it, just kind of cover it a little bit with dirt, mm-hmm. and then keep bounding as it as the leaves go up into the sky. Keep piling dirt around it, and literally two or three months from now, you'll have a half a dozen potatoes. What if flowers? Is when the potatoes are start. Uh, what if when when the when the gre- when the the stuff showing flowers? Wow. That means potatoes are growing under the earth, and then when the green stuff starts to brown and wilt, that means it's time to harvest the whole plant, and you dig it up, and then you have a half a dozen potatoes. Jackie, that's what our people were unable to do a hundred and sixty <laughs> years ago, and right, you're going to do it right now. They were augmenting. I know it. I know it. That's fascinating. They're, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it, and. Um, uh, yeah, the bad day that I had this week, I went and I just hid out in what's going to be the the gaming room attached to the garage. How exciting. And I just stood there and talked to Maria Bamford on the phone for 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, and I was like, it's going to be great when, when we have something here. Uh, but it was actually kind of nice because it, it's kind of it's going to be it's going to be great. That guy's doing a great job. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I dragged a chair to the front yard <laughs> and Good. a little umbrella. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I sat out there today to finish this book. And uh, right. I've been sitting out there. I sit in front of the pine tree I planted or I had planted a couple of years ago right. where I put my dad's ashes in it. And this fucking pine tree is amazing. <laughs> I love it. I can, I'm so happy looking at a pine tree. All of its little 
little branches are going up. They're like, they're like, Hey, we're number one, right? They're growing up to the sun. <laughs> they're excited to be there. And, um, it, it feels like I've left a mark on the earth, which is a, yeah. a, you a added healthy, a tree. good work. Yeah. 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 I put some other trees up, but they're, you know, they, they don't have the sparkle that the spine tree does. Right. Uh, we got to get a guy out. This is a great story. It's whatever, but it's, we gotta, we gotta get someone to come out and, um, trim the orange tree and the lemon tree because they're, it's too packed. And so we gotta, we I gotta have to get, tell you, okay. I, I mm-hmm. have a hard time with trimming. I mean, I love, I love fucking trees crashing into each other. I want like a forest where there's no room oh, for want- the sun to come in. And, but everyone says that's bad. You got to prune that stuff, but I like in it. Wildness. I want it. Yeah, I want it to look wild. In wildness is the preservation of the world. That's the row. And wow. the reason I know that is because there was uh, four scrub brushes and one tree next to the co-op when I went to college. Uh, <laughs> in like essentially the dorm that I lived in at the University of Wisconsin had yeah. like this fake park next to it that didn't have any wildness. And there was a giant placard that said, in wildness is the preservation of the world. Yeah. Thoreau. Exactly. I want to get wild in Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was a, a big explosion in Burbank. That wasn't by you, was it? Uh, no, someplace else. Yeah, I, it was. I thought, it looked grim. It did. Um, it blew up. I'll tell you what was exciting to me last night was the the erupting of Baby Krakatoa. That just a little bit though. That the 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 thing that they showed was from 2015. You know, did you I know a lot of people try to harsh my vibe by telling me that. Yeah, but and guess what? And I've added you to fucking it. failed because I was still excited, <laughs> and I was still I re, I was reminded of uh, the great B fifty two song Lava, and I played it in my room, and I was and like a musical reference that only Kyle will get, and I was singing it, and it was awesome, and it reminded me of being a girl again with all my Yay. friends. We all danced to the B fifty twos. I have to say that when we get out of this, I need to go to Indonesia immediately for <laughs> it is covered in Krakatoa dust um, because um, I'm just thinking about, what I, you know, I, I've got to travel a fair amount in yeah. the last 30 years, yeah, but yeah. in the last five years, you too. Yeah, You've been, me too. You I'm keep, so grateful yeah. that I went the places I went. Holy shit. Yeah, me too. And But I got to get to Indonesia I want to go to the Indonesia and the Philippines before I uh, croak. And um, where you you keep going to places my dad worked. Oh, did he? Yeah, work? my dad worked in in the Philippines for a little while, and uh, and he worked in Indonesia. He worked. At, he lived in Jakarta for a little while. If you go to Nicaragua, what? I have to end this podcast because you're I be retracing his footsteps. Right, I'm your dad. Uh, the weird thing is, I've never wanted to go to. You know, the only place I've ever wanted to go in Central or South America is Peru. Hmm. And um, have you ever been to Peru? Nope, I haven't. Uh, when I was little, we used to go to Baja, California, you know, because we lived yeah. in California and uh, it was pretty easy. But uh, Mexico terrifies me right now. Uh, I know parts of it are totally okay, but I just, I don't know, it just scares me. It's lawless. Yeah, Peru's not... Peru isn't Mexico, of course. No. Um, I, uh, but uh, I want to go to Peru because when I was 13, I read a book about the Inc- the Incans. Oh, yeah. And uh, and how they made those roads without using any mortar. 
and I really need to see some ink and road mm. before I fall over in a heap, uh, slip on a banana peel, yeah. anything. Eat a guinea pig? Oh my I'll God. eat a guinea pig. Wow. Make it into a taco. I'm in. Oh, my God. You guys, your food choices on this podcast are horrific. <laughs> Cross the board. Oh, my God. Says someone who's eating, like, Starbursts for lunch. <laughs> uh, M&M's, Jackie. <laughs> um, Did, do you, what, what do you have for junk food around the house? Not much. Uh, I have a red velvet cake I got last week at Porto's, and I, oh, nice. uh, I'm slowly making my way through that. I usually have dessert at night. I had one. I had it at 1 p.m. today instead. Uh, yeah. Sliding. Yeah. I'm sliding into uh, dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means, but I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I, I have to, I guess I have to order some more food. Uh, oh, interesting. There's, is it? <laughs> kind of. Well, here's the thing. So my brother Russ calls me and he's like, you have to be in charge of getting dad's groceries because he keeps leaving his apartment. Oh my God. And he's 84 and he smoked for 40 years. Right. And I was like, okay. And he said, so just order it from the Milwaukee uh, Ralph's, which is called Pick and Save. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was like, well, do you have a Pick and Save account? And he said, I do, but I can't. I can't face it. Will you please be the one? And I was like, oh of course God. I'll be the one. You can't and face so, it. Well, here's, I found out today, was it today when I found, yesterday I found out why. Because, so I call my dad, I'm like, what do you want? And he wants a lot of pudding, it turns out. Mm. And, uh, and, and shitty white bread. And I'm like, sliced, he's like, don't get fancy bread for me. I just want white sandwich sliced bread. And I was like, the one that says Kroger's for a dollar? And he's like, exactly. So he wants a loaf of $1 Kroger's bread. And so I get it for him. Anyway, so yesterday I call my great aunt, my Aunt Alice, and she's in her, like, if he's 84, she's 95, oh right? Oh, my God. Is that his and sister? I'm like, it's, she's actually our first cousin. Okay. So, um, but we always called her aunt. Oh, yeah. So I call her and I'm like, uh, I was telling her what I was doing for my dad. And she's like, I said, what are you doing for groceries? And she's like. Well, the neighbor kind of goes sometimes. And I was like, okay, why don't I just order you groceries? And she's like, all right, I'll just send you a check. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Anyway, so um, I try to go on and create another account at Pick and Save so I could just just a different address. Yeah. It's not the end of the goddamn world. The interface won't let me do it. I have to use my AOL account and set up another Pick and Save account so I can send... um, pork loin to my 95 year old aunt i bet i bet pick and save only recognizes aol on CompuServe accounts that's <laughs> <laughs> my, my guess i think it's a good guess i think there's solid gold there yeah like um, I, i've been ordering out you know uh yeah are you doing delivery or are you doing take up pick up delivery now i feel i feel terrible like i had somebody bring booze to my mom and uh, and it turned. It was on one of the rainiest nights that we had. I felt I felt so bad, but I I tipped her twenty bucks. But uh, I gave her good. She brought some vodka for my mom. Um, I don't know. They're just saying don't leave the house for this week and next week. You know, in California, yeah. and it seems like we're sort of like flattening. It, it's working kind of, and right. you know, and I guess seeing that that. Um, that that article about runners and their spray uh, that runners have, and and someone someone else was like, well, it might not be 
totally accurate, but it just... What does it mean? It just means, like, if someone's running uh, behind you and they... <gasps> that's going all over you, right? Oh, oh, like joggers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. If so, you jog next to somebody or they, who you don't or know. Or they run by you. Yeah, it just... Okay. It's like, oh, but I don't know. That just made me wary. Even when I go for a walk... Uh, if someone's on the same sidewalk as me, I go walk in the street. Yeah, I do that too. I, I do that I too. I do six feet because I'm not. And then I just yell, happy quarantine. And then I always get a laugh because <laughs> I, I will fucking tell one joke at a time like the goddamn clown that I am. But have you noticed like on Twitter, I mean, there's a lot of people I don't know, but like seems like friends of mine, like all of my, a lot of my Twitter friends are are commenting on it. Like they're losing spouses and they're losing loved ones to COVID uh, like that are comedy adjacent, maybe comedy stand up adjacent. And then a lot of like friends of ours might know them. It's yeah, I, I know. I don't, I don't know anyone who's died yet. Uh, I just, I know people who've got it. Yeah. Like Andy's stepbrother's wife, they, he married them. She has it. And she just got released from the hospital yesterday. So God. was she on yeah. a ventilator? Yeah, yeah, she was in for, Fuck. she was in for a week, and, um, but only for a week, so she didn't have it as bad as some people have had it, were your 14 days in the, in the hospital. Brian, and, Brian Yang, uh, the comic has it, he's in the hospital yeah. right now, and then he went like five days without tweeting, I'm like, what the fuck, and then he started tweeting again, because yeah, do yeah. you remember, there's this, a lawyer and a writer named David Latt had it kind of early on, and he was like, well, this is what it's like to have COVID, and he tweeted a couple of pictures, and then two days later, it's like, a uh, noted lawyer is put in a medically induced coma, it's like, what the fuck, this guy was just tweeting kind of you know, mundanely about it. And he, right. he was in a coma for a while, several days, and then he came out and he was finally released a couple days ago. But it was like... A, I know that they've been doing that medically. Uh, they're making people go into comas because they can treat them easier And they can intubate them uncertain. easier. Yes. Okay. And then they're not going to be pulling it out and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. But... Oof. Yeah. I know. But it's, wow. it, that's not a cure-all. Like, you can come out of that and still have major health problems from that and major long-term lung damage. And, I mean... There's scarring on the lungs, supposedly. Yes, and that, damage that, that to the can... heart. Some people have heart attacks after that kind of stuff. It's... I, I wow. just remember, like, in January or in February, early on, do you remember this? It was like, well, if you're not 80 and you get it, it's like two days, it sucks, and then it's no big deal. And I, I think I felt like I was a little more cavalier, like, uh, <laughs> if I get it, I'm sure I'll be fine, whatever. And then, as you know, I, I probably took some dumb chances I shouldn't have. And then, you know, like going to Tacoma for a gig <laughs> when right. Seattle was on lockdown. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. You know, you know, I spent three days in Milwaukee. And when my brother said that I couldn't stay with him, I remember being a little pissy about it and OK with it. Like he was like, just get a hotel. Yeah. And um, it was in between Dayton and Bloomington. Right. The right. last gig I did. Right. And uh, so I went home. And the first day, I'm there for three days, right? And the first day, I see my dad and I hug him. And then the last day, I was like, I'm not hugging you. Uh, we were, we went out to lunch and we sat across from each other. And I was like, doesn't mean I don't love you. Just, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm around too many people. And uh, yeah. you're around too many people. And so we shouldn't do this. And then, and then it was another week and a half before my brother was like, you have to stay inside to my dad. And, um, and then, and then... Um, 
And then I think the, the first time Russ called me, he's like, hey, send dad some acrylic paints and some some canvases because he's run out of canvases and paints. And I was like, on it. And so and so uh, but I guess Russ told him that uh, whatever he paints during this time, if he stays for the whole if he stays quarantined, uh, Russ will rent him a gallery and he can do a he can do a show. Nice. I was like, nice. that is some serious That's a cool bribery. idea. Yeah. And Russ was like, I know other people that are painting, too, and we can do a whole COVID oh, yeah. kind of... That's a COVID theme. That's cool. Yeah, kind of neat. But uh, Russ is a good guy. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, my God. So. I love that I'm able to check our time. Woohoo! 51. Sure. <laughs> that I'm able to check. Yeah, let's do one. We are so thrilled at your interest in attending Hieronymus Wiggenstaff's School for Heroism and Villainy. Wiggenstaff's beautiful campus boasts state-of-the-art facilities and instructors with real-world experience. We are also proud to say that our alumni have gone on to be professional heroes and villains in the most renowned kingdoms in the world. But of course, you are not applying to the main school, are you? You're applying for our sidekick and henchperson annex. You will still benefit from the school's amazing campus, and you'll have a lifetime of steady employment. Of course, there's no guarantee how long that lifetime will be. Join the McElroys as they return to Dungeons & Dragons with The Adventure Zone Graduation, every other Thursday on Maximum Fun, or wherever podcasts are found. Okay, we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Jackie and Lori show. I'm Jackie Cation. Oh, I well, I guess that <laughs> that means I'm Lori Kilmartin. I threw it to you. <laughs> Did you see that on the um on, on the thread when somebody asked you a question and I answered it and I said, Oh, I'm even mixing us up. <laughs> what did they ask? I missed it. Was it in a chat at the It was in the it was in the thread? Oh, no. Okay. It was, it, it was in the, the, the text thread that oh, we're on. oh yeah, yeah. And they asked where what had blown up in Burbank, oh. and I sent them the KTLA or yeah. NBC. It's it's yeah. It, providing information we, is uh, that's fine. It seems valid. I'm not offended. doing your act. <laughs> Let me talk to you about birds. <laughs> I like the bird thing. The I like Kyle's. Let's talk about Kyle. Like he's not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kyle's set was actually really good. I really liked that uh, that story about you being twelve. And mm-hmm. and the other guy being twelve, and I thought because you were also twelve, like you kept talking about how twelve this other kid was, but you were totally twelve, <laughs> very twelve. You were enormously Highly twelve. 12. <laughs> <laughs> you were also probably a giant twelve. Oh, how tall were, were you when you were twelve? Oh God! Isn't your son six foot now? Did yeah, you but say? he's like thirteen and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh my God! Wow. That's that is a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's. I love that we both pause and not do the dick joke. Good for us. Good for uh, us. Grown yeah, or so. or have we lost our even basic comedy <laughs> chops? Because guess what? It didn't even occur to me. <gasps> what? Yeah. That's a foot dick joke. I right know. There. It was handed to me and I didn't even recognize it. This is, Exactement. We've got to, let's put America back to work. I, I'm on Trump's <laughs> side now. If I can't even, I can't even recognize a dick joke. I'm, I'm lost. How will I close? 
How will you? <laughs> how will? How will you close? I've been closing on uh, the last two shows I did, the one we did, and then tonight I was just working on the dad chunk, mm-hmm. and it's coming. It's coming together, but it's uh, it's more. It just needs more fucking punchlines, and uh, there's no way to get them without writing them. It turns out. Uh, I will see a pattern at some point. <laughs> well, the other, I guess it, it, this whole thing puts a, a, a stop, a roadblock in the, uh, I gotta have a new hour a year, you know, momentum. Oh, right, those that jackasses. Yeah. Some people have put the rest of us on. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody had, everybody had sort of quarantine jokes tonight on the show I did tonight. It was Carmen Morales was hosted mm-hmm. and did 10 or 15 and then Gary Peterson went up, and he, I hadn't seen him in a while. He had a lot of quarantine stuff that was hilarious. And um, and then Maria went up and did a 10, and then I did 20. Cool. And, uh, yeah, it was a good, it was a good show, but I hadn't seen Gary Peterson in a while. He wrote, he wrote, a, he wrote my Godzilla ally joke. Oh, nice. And gave that to me. He, he he tagged he tagged that for me. My ally joke with a Godzilla reference. He wanted me to act out Godzilla more, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't do a very good Godzilla impression. <laughs> is what we learned, you know, or I learned. Here's what I'm like. I'm not. I guess I do a little act outs, but nothing crazy. And I'm definitely not a front front facing camera <laughs> comic. Like. <laughs> Zoom, I'll do, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to do a character to my iPhone. I can't do it. It's not in me. Uh, maybe it was when I started stand up. I before I became a stand up, I was more open to things. But I'm a very closed off person, <laughs> and I, I just want to tell my jokes. Mm-hmm. You were the one who posted that Hamilton thing with um, oh, John Krasinski. That was neat. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, yeah. They got all the original cast to sing the first the song Alexander Hamilton, which is the first song of Hamilton, um, mm-hmm. and it was for that kid. And, and all, yeah, all these little you know, it was a Zoom gallery of people just chiming in when it was their turn to sing. It was great. It was. I teared up quite honestly. Mm-hmm. I got a little choked up. It was so pretty. Yeah. And um, and then Mary Poppins, she was crying too. Did you see her wipe the tears away? The lady. Plays a no. Mary Poppins, who's married to John oh, Krasinski. Oh, Emily Bl- Blunt. Yeah, she has a name. Yeah, yeah. she's a famous <laughs> actress. Uh, she's a whole thing. She isn't just Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's about, Mrs. Oh, John we, Krasinski as well. So yeah, she has <laughs> several several identities. Do you know that Disney Plus has Onward? It's you can, Onward. You can see the the new Pixar movie is on Disney Plus, the oh, brand new one. Okay. Yeah, because they didn't go to. Obviously, they're not in theaters. Oh. So they released it just on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Brand new, my... and it's about brothers. Oh, yeah, my kid wanted to see that. Well, yeah, I guess I... he will. He will like it. I think it's only four ninety nine, right, or five ninety nine. It's free. Oh, Disney Plus. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's something like that. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's pretty cheap. You get thirty days free. I'm doing thirty days of Acorn because I want to watch the rest of Miss Miss Fisher. But uh, they Acorn. also have. Acorn TV. Uh, the first two seasons were free on Amazon Prime until they weren't. Oh. And then they're like, oh, you got to join Acorn. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> and so I'm doing the 30 days free of Acorn. And then I found out that David Tennant has uh, two detective series that I kind of want to watch. Oh, my on God. Acorn. I love that guy. Yeah, that guy's good, right? <laughs> 
He's one of the good pointy dudes. Oh, yes. He's very angular. Um, <laughs> um, no, that happened with Outlander. Uh, Netflix has the first three, and then now Amazon—they're uh, doing a thing with um, stars where you can get like three months of stars for like five dollars. So I just did that, and I can finish watching Outlander. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're going to be hooking us into all these things in the next couple months, and then we'll just be paying about as much as you pay for cable pretty soon, right? You know, right? Mm-hmm. Entirely. Mm-hmm. That is how they get you. Yeah. So that and the free bread. <laughs> never, no, that's, that. that's Olive Garden. Who, but uh, I, I see what you're did, saying. Who did that joke? I forget. There was a was a New York Italian comic who was his dad was always telling him, "Don't have the don't, don't fill up on the bread. You don't want to fill up on the bread because there was like some sort of it was a great joke. I can't remember how it went." I think it was the same guy who talked about how his uh, Italians tip really well, and one of his uncles went to a funeral and gave gave a, a five spot to the pallbearer. Give me close to the body. Oh my god, that that feels familiar. Doesn't it feel familiar? He also, and I it's think it's not it was, Sal Mana. It's not Sal, right? No, it isn't Sal. Manicotti. Uh, Sebastian Manicotti. Wait, what? <laughs> Sal Manicotti. Sal Manicotti. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yes, that's right. Or whatever. Oh, my God. Why can't I get his name right? <laughs> because Sal Manicotti is the greatest <laughs> name in the world. When you name your next child, Sal Manicotti. <laughs> yes, I'm. <laughs> you know had what? a hilarious I also feel headshot. Like I don't need to know his name because he's already incredibly successful. Like someone will cut me off and it's, fill me in. It, like, yeah. it, there's no I don't need to put any effort into it. Yeah, you're not hurting that guy's feelings. No, he doesn't right. care. or his career. No. Yeah. Right, or right. his career in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it almost helps his career that he could be known as Salman Akati. Right? Let's get out of here. I'm done. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.